violets are blue. Life is a cum dumpster. And I hate you. Hi, I'm Natalie Cohen. I'm Paul Rucker. And I'm Sophie Jaramillo. And this is The Body. The Blood. The Michelada. A, a podcast. podcast. Well, Beautiful. Guys. Yeah. In one take. In one, one take. We're getting so we're good, so guys. Good. So good. I mean, I would hope uh, we're just pros already. Um, just, it just comes so naturally to yeah. all of us. I mean, we've been doing this for so long. Our thousands of adoring fans are yes. waiting on us. So loyal. All thousands. of you. Thousands. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, yeah, we we finally hit a thousand downloads. Yay! Yay! And not a single one of you bastards interact with us on social media. No, no, you know what? No, Natalie's um, cousin Juan Jose always interacts. That's true. With us. So does you, Juan Jose. Oh, and Irene's mom, mom, Irene. Irene. She posts on everything, and she asked me. She was like, "Do you see the things I post?" <laughs> I see them. I um, tell you about them. Yes. She still owes us a bottle of Grey Goose. That is true. <laughs> Thanks, Irene. <laughs> You're great. And we appreciate your support because our mothers don't support us. <laughs> to be fair, my mom barely speaks English and also cannot type. Um, She's also asked me many times to help her listen to my podcast, and I just don't do my that. My mom has I no interest listen in listening to our podcast. Um, we have told her stories from the podcast, and we've told them told her that they're fake stories and then afterwards she's just like oh so it's real <laughs> yeah she always asks me anytime i tell her story she'll be like oh i think i remember that or i've been there and i'm like no you fucking haven't you haven't been <laughs> any of these things my mom wants to listen but she doesn't have anything to listen to podcasts on her phone is actually two tin cans <laughs> <laughs> no she has like a very 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 old basic android phone i keep trying to get her to upgrade why doesn't she? I don't know. I want her to get an iPhone because they can upgrade great. for free. My mom has an iPhone, but it's an old iPhone. And every time she goes in for any sort of help, they always are like, would you like us upgrade you to the latest model? And she's like, no, I just want my old model. And I'm just like, what? It's a, I think it's an iPhone 6. Oh, my God. Your can mom, that even run? And that's so technical. Yeah. Your mom is most, most technology event out of our moms. Yeah. I don't know. My mom. Well, yeah. Like, as far as phones. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, your mom can operate a bunch of, like, stethos- no, I don't know. Yeah. Have you seen I, my... I mean, she deals with a lot of technology. Yeah. You know... But she can learn. Like, she's not one of those, like... My mom refuses to learn. Have so you seen my mom's Instagram? Like, <laughs> Yeah, she, it's nonsense. It's a nonstop it's like a, flow of, like, like political propaganda, motivational posters. But also, posters. like, there's, like, picture, random-ass pictures that she's taken, and they're not good pictures, <laughs> and half of them are blurry. My and favorite time she does, like, a collage for somebody's birthday, it never shows their face. My favorite will be, like, she'll put a post up, and it'll be, like, the sad children at the border, and she'll be like, and... And they were singing too. Like it, it makes no sense. Like whatever she's yelling, it's like <laughs> it makes sense in her head, but it doesn't it's make like sense she's responding to something in the article. But like no one's read the article yet, so we don't know what the hell she's because talking about. She just posted a picture from the article and not the article itself. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes she does that too. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then she DMs us random right. videos. <laughs> I always tell her instead of putting her political post in her timeline she needs to just start putting it in her stories uh-huh. mm-hmm. this way it doesn't just it's not that way her feed is a her non-stop yeah, flow and like her personal like pictures don't get lost in it and yeah. then she's just like well i don't want to like that's too much work and i'm like god no it's 
It's like one extra step. You just hit story instead of like post, which is the little yeah. arrow. What are we yeah. drinking this week? Uh, this week, it is very cold and sad, so we're having hot toddies. <laughs> Ooh. Yes. Delicious. Hot toddies. Hot toddies. Um, hot toddies. So hot. Delicious hot. Okay, Paul's not. <laughs> Fuck you, Twal. I'm not hot Hot alcohol's weird. Paul is a gay. I don't know if any of you know that, so he does not drink hot beverages, oh. even in the snow. Yeah. I had hot coffee on the way over here, but only because I had to make coffee at home, and I don't have ice. Mm. And when we make ice, we have to use the tap water, and the tap water is disgusting, and then it makes everything taste like tap water. I can't mm-hmm, do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know why that is in Whittier? It's because um, Craig LeBeau, my mom's partner, <laughs> because she doesn't want me to say boyfriend. Um, he, <laughs> Life he's partner. N- he... Um, is not on the city council there and his whole thing was clean water for everyone in Whittier. Like there's something But then there was a smear the campaign against him uh, led by Joe Vinatieri. Mm. Um, <laughs> and he uh, found out that Craig's family, his family like that he he's not part of this business. They used to be, uh, be from like Big Oil back in the day. He has nothing to do with that, but whatever. Cool. It was a conspiracy, and everyone's like, no, I don't trust that. He has a background with oil. And then Joe Vinatieri was like, hey, I'm going to sell you a pipeline. <laughs> and now my tap water tastes like shit. It does, but also um, California itself was you like, hey, you can't water. do that, actually. Um, that That's all through us, not not through mm-hmm. your city. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but it's still um, dirty water. I was going to say, Vinatieri. either way, I still can't drink my tap water. Uh, Yeah. I even know where we're, oh we were in Oakland when I was wondering if we could drink the tap water and I looked it up and no. the EPA like it's it's toxic. their tests were like there are high amounts of lead and mercury and like cancer causing particles and then I was worried that we were brushing our teeth and showering in that water. Oh the tea that we're um drinking for this toddy I made with tap water but it was boiled first. That's fine. See that's different. Mm-hmm. You can drink the water at my house, but that's because my dad is insane. Mm-hmm. And he has so a reverse osmosis. we have a water softener, a charcoal filter, and we have a reverse osmosis on our See, water. Didn't one of those things break recently, though, or he fixed he it? He fixed it. Okay. I mean, we even don't, then, we have We don't not have water for more than a week at my house. It was our water heater. The water heater wasn't working, but... Anyways, if you it. haven't guessed by um, our topics... Um, it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> How obvious. <laughs> Love is Love. in the air. A hot toddy was appropriate because it makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside. Mm-hmm. Because, um, it's hot tea and, um, alcohol. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and whiskey mm-hmm. makes you frisky. Whiskey does make you frisky. Does a regular hot toddy usually have tea or is it just... It's usually cinnamon. You just, like, boil cinnamon. Yeah. I was gonna say, isn't it With like... lemon. Well, you can make hot toddies with, with tea. tea. Yeah. But, like... Because when we were at that bar in, oh, Jack London Square, when that woman ordered the hot toddy, he just poured hot water into a cup with whiskey and lemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, that's that's that? I was like, that's and a cinnamon stick. And a cinnamon stick. <laughs> that's like, like a toddy. I'm well, like, I want tea in it. I'm, like, my grandma used to make cinnamon tea. It's just, you put the stick that cinnamon. Is, you know, I have had that. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Hot water in there. It's good. And then copious amounts of sugar. Yeah. My grandma would never allow us to have sugar with it because that was her, like, medicinal tea. Oh. 
Even though and it was so, just cinnamon. like, I was always disgusted by it. And then Sophie discovered whiskey. Mm. And then I discovered whiskey. And peel and seal. And, and peel and seal. Break up an entire <laughs> threat shit in there. Peel and seal is so good. <laughs> yeah, so, um... Valentine's Day. Romance. Valentine's Love. Um... Marriage. Marriage. So... I know nothing of those things. I don't know anything about, uh, love and marriage. I love... Horse-drawn carriage. Mm-hmm. Oh, my What's cats. the rest of the, uh... Goes married? together like... <laughs> Horse and carriage. This I don't know. <laughs> All I remember from that intro was when the neighbor's eating salad that Peggy made and she picks up like a, a cigarette, cigarette butt, butt mm-hmm. in the salad. Love and marriage. <laughs> anyway, that's your 90s sitcoms for the day. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I mean, it doesn't have anything to do with you guys. You don't know this person. But Drew kept telling me that he's a 90s baby. He was born in 1999. Okay, that no. That doesn't count. That doesn't, doesn't count. count. You know, you, you don't get to claim the 90s. You don't get to claim the 90s. You have to. Ha- I feel like you have to have at least memories. You yeah. You have to remember the 90s. Or you have to have, you have, to have done something like 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you were born in 96, you like, don't remember anything. You yeah. were a baby. Yeah. No, maybe. You could remember stuff when you're... Well, well, you did stuff when you were four. I have a picture. <laughs> did you do anything distinctly 90s? Like, as a baby? Maybe. I, well, I mean, watching, like, TV and shows and stuff. Well, you grew I up miss in the my 90s. Pogs. You were born in 1990. Yeah. I did, like, I, I just loved had a buckets of pogs for no reason. I had no idea how to play with no, them. No, me we neither. Just had all you just of had them. <laughs> and then you bring your friends over and you, like, throw them and you're like... Rah, 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 and they're like, you don't know what you're doing. And you just trade them. And Same with just... Pokemon cards. I never learned how to play Pokemon. Yeah. But I, I play Pokemon. See, I didn't know. I mean, I knew how to play, but I didn't like how it. Or Yu Gi Oh! I just liked looking at them. I collected Yu Gi Oh! cards. No idea how to play it. I didn't collect Yu Gi Oh! So sorry. Cards. Um, I had Yu Gi Oh! like action figures. Oh, okay. I had like Super Saiyan. I had. You could like switch out their heads when they got like, You know the, what I was more head. excited about? The Digimon cards. I loved Digimon. Digimon was cool. I okay. never got into Digimon. Did you guys ever play this game? It was like a knockoff of Digimon. It was, you got a scanner and you would go to the grocery store. Yes, 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 yes. Wasn't it called scanners with like a Z? Yeah, and you can get like monsters from like random shit at the grocery store. I never, I never. I would like obsessively go to the grocery store with my mom (laughs) trying to find new monsters. But no one else had one because it wasn't popular so I couldn't play with anyone else. Yeah. I just had a ton of monsters for no reason. Oh God, they're here. My laundry's done. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, romance. Romance. Uh, it's a holiday that we celebrate. Um, <laughs> By now, reminiscing about the 90s. About the 90s. Um, about our mothers. The decade mothers. of romance. romance. The 90s. Um, well, we, we commemorate that one saint that was executed because he was allowing Roman soldiers to marry their sweethearts even though they weren't allowed to... Um, be married because they were supposed to be just robots with no emotions. St. Patrick. Yep. Yes. Okay. He drove the snakes out of Ireland. He too. did uh-huh. drive the snakes out of Ireland. Get out of here, snakes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, romance. Flowers. Love. If you get somebody flowers, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Honestly. Because think about it. You're giving somebody dead things. 
or basically they're going to. What if they like that? Fun dead things like not an owl, an owl pellet. You know what? Mm. If you're going to give somebody flowers, give them to them in like a pot of soil, so then they could grow it. You know, or like. What if they're like my sister and can't keep a plant alive for her life? Get her a succulent. Oh, she kills those two. What about those air plants that you just spritz with water like? every six months have you seen them Ooh. they just have the exposed roots and you just like place them on things she might that might be the only thing she can be like i'm thinking of just getting her a plastic thing and not letting her know <laughs> she honestly killed everything what about a bonsai those are pretty like no everyone no. kills them at bonsai are actually very difficult to keep alive i kept my life forever i did nothing just water hmm. and just lived for a long Long did time. You talk to it sweetly. No. Did you have words of encouragement no. for it? Did you say it's okay, little bonsai? He's gonna make it in the world. No. I had a coworker that's like obsessed with bonsai trees. He, he would get stuff. No, he had like a bunch of them. He would um, get stuff mailed to this the branch all the time. Oh God, like, bro. I went through this like weird phase as a child where I was like very into like Asian culture, but <laughs> not anyone in particular. I just like. Like just like Asia. Asia. Actually, no. I went through just, that like, Asian too. thing. So I wanted to decorate my room with like just vaguely Asian things. Like you know how you would go to like a um, world market and they would just have like generic yeah. things with like either Japanese or Korean or whatever writing. You didn't know what it was, mm-hmm. and I loved that. I ate that shit up. I bought that stuff to decorate my room. I had bonsai trees. It was weird. Um, I never s- went through an Asian phase. Um. I liked dragons, but that was just in general. I liked dragons. I liked dragons too. So I had little dragon statues. I also was I obsessed enjoyed with going to Chinatown and like buying trinkets, but it wasn't like I had an obsession. Like I really liked those coin purses that look like koi's when you, t- mm. when you tighten them. And that's fun. Um, I used to subscribe to a specific like it was supposed to be an Asian American culture magazine called Robot Magazine. <laughs> And my mom let me subscribe to it for like three years. Huh. I don't, I don't know why I was huh. into it. I got but cat fancy as a child. You know what though? They had a lot of <laughs> like interesting magazine. sections on like their art and all of that. And like I was very much into art then. It was like when I was in high school, so I was still doing art classes and stuff. And I thought their art was more inspiring than. American modern art, so because our, our modern art's weird. I like our modern art though. I don't know. I just thought theirs was like more cutting edge because like it was Ooh. focused mostly on like Japanese artists. There's a really weird play right between modern art at the Broad stage. Mm-hmm. There's a really weird play mm-hmm. where you watch it and they build a house on stage, and then people move in and move out, and it's like the interactions of the family. But they literally build a house like they bring on the like all the materials in the course of like two hours. I to see this. It's so weird. Well, I mean, like, like Lincoln Long It's like a puzzle piece. Okay. Like, like obviously it's a play. Like the There's a storyline. Like <laughs> but it's only walls. there for like two days in March, like the fourth through the sixth. It's like an experimental play oh. with dance. Ooh. Is it weird that I have no interest in marriage, but I'd like to feel what divorce is like? <laughs> Yes. Why is that the part of marriage that you want? Because I hear the freedom afterwards is nice. <laughs> but if you never experience the suffocation of marriage. I know, but it's it's weird. I hang around with a lot of divorcees. Mm. <laughs> I would like to know what it's like to, I don't know, be like a fun couple. Like someone that you can have 
that experience with, but I don't want that all the time. Does that make sense? Yes. You're Sagittarius. You don't want to be suffocated. Yeah, like, I like the idea of a relationship, but then when you have to, like, check in with someone all the time, I'm like, fuck that. I would like a relationship. If anyone's single out there (laughs) and gay. And vegan. And vegan. And likes plays. Likes plays. Hit me up. Slide into my DMs. Mm -hmm. Um, If you just want to, like, hang out and we can go do something, I'll hang out with you. Yeah. If you want to drive me around places, um, <laughs> I'm down. I I just don't like driving. It's not my favorite. I have some cool stuff in LA I want to see. Oh, yeah. And yeah. also, like... I have a list of things I would like to do. I really want to go to Salvation Mountain. I've never been there. Natalie, you're supposed to go with me. We're a couple. <laughs> but, yeah, there's, like, a ton of stuff I want to see. So, like, if you want to go camping, that would be dope. I don't but like then, camping. like, um, and then I'll I'll randomly send you memes, but I'm not gonna. Text He's not you. gonna send you memes. He's just gonna send you an endless stream of TikToks. Yep, and <laughs> um, but like, I'm not gonna tell you like how my day is going mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. text you in between those TikToks. Yes. Thank you. Um, must like cat. Bah, 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 oh, yeah. blah, blah. We're oh, talking. You, talking, had a, talking. you have a story? Oh, I do. I what? have a story. What? Prepared for this? Oh my the god! Theme for the week. Oh, which do we even say our theme? Uh, we keep we just said Valentine's Day. Romance. Couples. Romance. Couples. Um, it's couples. We're talking deadly um, duos. Deadly duos. Deadly couples. Deadly couples. Uh, what's a c word? Cunty couples. Cunty couples. <laughs> I mean, they are pretty cunty. They are pretty cunty. I mean, they're cruel couples. So Ooh, cruel, cruel couples. Mm. Yes. Co- cultivate. Copiously cruel couples. Ooh. Copious amounts of sex. Copulate. Cornucopia. <laughs> Whenever I hear the word cornucopia now, I always think of Hunger Games. Mm. Mm. And then you think of children murdering other children. Yeah. And then you... Are overcome with a sense of bliss. Oh my god! And then bittersweet symphony just kind of comes <laughs> over. Me. It's uh, a my story. Uh, I'm gonna tell you the story of. <laughs> you know what? We haven't broken out in a song in a minute. It's true. You're a slave to the money, then you die. We sang the um the theme song earlier for. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't what's that show even called? It's not oh, called Love and Married Marriage. With it's called Married with Children. Oh yeah, that is a song. Well, I need you. I know. Sorry. I'm gonna tell you the story of okay. Jasmine Richardson and Jeremy Allen Stank, or is it Stank? I'm gonna know his stink. name. It's S T E I N K E. I think stink? it's stink, 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 stink. Whatever. I'm well, calling Jeremy. E at the end, the vowel says its name, so stank. 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 Yeah. Right. That's the. Oh, I've never heard. Well, that but one. e is it stink because it's e or stank? Well, it would make the the letter the uh, the vowel Ooh, before it. Just say it, the, the way you think is name. funniest. Stank. 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 Stink or stink, whatever. Um, stink or stink. Okay, so I'm going to talk a little about Jeremy. He grew up with uh, an alcoholic mother. Like we all do. And uh, she just sort of had an endless stream of like men coming in and out mm-hmm. of her life. Her. Lots of boyfriends. 
Uh, was she a prostitute? No, she wasn't. She just could never keep a man. Oh. Probably because of the alcoholism. Um, it often tends does that. to push people away. Yeah. He was bullied in school at the age of 13. Because he his was, mom was an alcoholic. Because his mom was because a whore. His mom was an alcoholic whore. <laughs> <laughs> at the age of 13, he was diagnosed with uh, clinical depression. Uh, he tried to hang himself when he was 13. Like, this this guy's not doing good. Um, over the next 10 years of hardship in his life, uh, he adopted the persona of a 300-year-old wolfman. Um, and he wore a vial of blood around his neck. Whose blood? Uh, I don't know. It didn't specify, and I couldn't... It could be his own blood, or it could be dog blood, or it could be... Who knows? Was it even blood? It... It could have just been, like, it just been red, red food, food coloring. coloring. <laughs> okay, go on. He's an other kin. Oh, He's a 300-year-old wolf other kid. Why are, you, why so, are you doing this to me? At the age of 23, mm-hmm. uh, Jeremy went to a punk rock concert. Like we all do. Because mm-hmm. he was very punk rock. Um, and he met Jasmine Richardson there. And they connected, and they had similar interests. Um, so he was 23, mm-hmm. and she was 12. What? So obviously they fell in love. Oh my the f- god! They I loved each other so this. very much. Um, Jasmine, her parents uh, forbid the relationship. Obviously, and yes. was like, good parents. What the fuck is your problem? With good reason. Um, Those are yeah, good parents. Said that they could never see each other again. Good. Good. Uh, investigators looking back at the logs of Jeremy and Jasmine's like online chats because they would talk all the time. Uh-huh. Um, I'm gonna read you a quote. She said to him, I have this plan. It begins with me killing them and ends with me living with you. Talking about her parents. Yes. And then another one, Jeremy wrote to Jasmine. This one's longer. Their throats... Oh, I think this is supposed to be a poem. So, their throats I want to slit. They will regret the shit they have done. Is he trying to keep it in a Yamek Pemtamily? I don't know. He could be a genius. (laughs) (laughs) Especially when I see to it that they are gone. They shall pay for their insolence. Finally, there shall be silence. Their blood shall be payment. Okay, is he going to rhyme or is he not going to rhyme? <laughs> it's artistic expression. <sighs> so on the night of April 22nd, 2006, uh, the two snuck into Jasmine's home uh, late at night. Jeremy snuck up on her mo- uh, Jasmine's mother who was downstairs doing something, watching TV, whatever, and stabbed her 12 times, including, uh, like, the one that killed her, pierced her heart. Uh, Hearing his wife's screams, Jasmine's father came downstairs and was attacked by Jeremy, who then stabbed him 24 times. So Jasmine had a little brother, who was 8 years old, who was in the house at the time. Because of course he was, it's nighttime, and these are good parents. And Jasmine told Jeremy... That she wanted to take care of him. So she went into his room and stabbed him five times, killing him, and then slit his throat. Uh, when the police arrived uh, the next morning, they were afraid that Jasmine was like kidnapped or taken away by this horrible murder. They found this scene. Apparently the room where her brother was in, like all the toys were like covered in blood because when she slit his neck, like it, it just makes yeah. project. So they found this scene and Jasmine was missing, so mm-hmm. they're like, Oh shit. Because she's twelve, you don't expect twelve year olds to be murderers. Uh 
So the truth was that Jeremy and Jasmine had run away. Uh, they were spotted just hours after at like a late night diner, just like kissing and laughing and talking. <laughs> like how hilarious! Do you remember that time is. I stabbed your mom? <laughs> Two hours ago. <laughs> it was- so romantic. So uh, they were caught, obviously, because they're children. I'm just bothered. <laughs> it's a very bothering story. Yeah. Uh, they were obviously arrested. And while Jeremy was in prison uh, holding for his trial, uh-huh. he somehow sent a letter to Jasmine asking her to marry him. Obviously. Who allowed yes. this? First of all, he can't marry her. The age of consent. What state is this? Uh, you know what? I know the, the lowest age. Oh, it's Canada. It's in Canada. Oh. They still have to have a higher age of consent than 12. Yeah, no, Who yeah. Who is he going to ask for consent? Well, he murdered her parents. In There's New Zealand, no one the that age can of consent is 12. Let me see. Now she's an orphan. Mm-hmm. Now she can consent on her own. <laughs> That's not how it works. She belongs to the state now. The age of consent in Canada is 16. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, in June of 2007, Jasmine was found guilty on three counts of first-degree murder, Good. and she was sentenced to only 10 years in prison. What? Because that was the maximum allowed oh, she's a, by she's Canada's a Youth Criminal Justice Act. Um, in 2008, Jeremy... Wait, wait, wait. What year did the murders... 2006. Came? Okay, in, the, in 2006, the age of consent was 14. Ew. Still. They erased it in 2008 to 16. Maybe because of this case. Who knows? So in 2008, uh, Jeremy was found guilty on three counts of first-degree murder, and he was given three life sentences. Uh, His lawyers said he only acted that way because he was in an alcohol and drug-fueled rage, and he was love-struck and immature, and he just wanted to keep Jasmine's affection. Okay, he's 23. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, at what point... He's just a love-struck teenager, he loved, guys. Yeah, he like, was just an immature aw, boy. Like, love. Um, when Jasmine was asked why she killed her brother, she said that it was a mercy killing because it would be wrong to leave him without parents. Okay, you don't mercy slit someone's throat. It was a mercy killing. You don't After you stabbed them yeah. five times. So, yeah, he was already dead. She felt so bad about it, you know, guys? She just okay. struck with guilt. I have a younger brother, so I can tell you sometimes I do want to stab him and slit his throat. But do I do it? No. no. In your dreams, yes. Sometimes I think about it. <laughs> All the time I think about it. All the time. Every <laughs> second of every day. But do I do it? No. No, clearly he's still alive. Um, And that's my story. Jasmine was released from prison on May 6, 2016. She's now free. And here's the kicker. So she was released from prison uh-huh. and everyone was like praising her about what a good like job she did in reforming her life and becoming a new person. Her like her family like accepted her back and was like her Who aunts and stuff. Left? And there were well her aunts and okay. they were like, Oh my god, like you've become such a Welcome good person. All like yeah, everyone in her life was just like, Oh, you're such a Trying good person to now. Support her. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you murdered people. It's like when they let Ed Kemper back <laughs> into yeah. life after he murdered his grandparents. And they're yeah. like, like, I feel like it's hey, like the you're same. a good guy now. No, no harm, no foul. It's the same as like Gypsy Rose. Like, oh my yeah, God, she was under stress and she was abused, it. but she did still organize the murder of her mother. And like, now she's like getting married to some random. Yes, she's getting married and to she's someone. She's getting out soon, right? She's getting out soon. I think. 
And her dad's like, it Very wasn't soon. her fault. She's supposed she's to get out when she's 35, and I think we're the same age. So five years? Yeah. yeah. But, but no, yeah, because the guy like, that's so supportive, and yeah. he's like, I like this guy. He's a good guy. Yeah, but the guy that she's married to saw only learned about her from her documentary. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so knew all of this and then reached out to her and was like, let's get married. And she said yes. Who are these people? <sighs> that's I my story. Who are these delusional children come from wolfman you always hear stories of like teenage girls falling in love with crazy old men mm-hmm. and then murdering their families yeah. it's like why and the parents are always somehow okay with it like well if your parents aren't okay with it you'll murder you just them. murder them that's true so, like what do you do get better idols yes. yes don't fall in love with creepy older men yes that's a thing young girls if an older man likes you when you're a teenager or younger, it's not because you're mature for your age or because there's something special about you. It's because he's a pedophile. Yes. He's a pedophile. Get away from him. Dear Lord. He's brainwashing you. If a 24-year-old you. has things in common with a 12-year-old, there's something really fucked up about that. Yes. Don't sexualize children. No. Oh, my God. I can't even... What's the word when you have things in common? Like, you can't... Relate? Relate to people who are, like, 20. Yeah. I talk to, I talk to people who are just years younger than me, and Doesn't I have no idea like what they're saying. Doesn't it seem like your generations yes. apart? Like, as if they were born, like, decades ago. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. Or born, like... I don't know. Whatever. And I'm like, they I don't... were born decades ago. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what you're saying to me. Stop. Yeah. Makes me uncomfortable. When I was in high school, I had a friend. I think we were 15. She dated like a 28-year-old. That's gross. He was a pedophile. Yeah, he yeah. was a pedophile. I think he went to prison. <laughs> not you know not for else? that, but for unrelated If opinions. you're like 18 or 19 and someone that's like 30 is looking at you, that's even though it's technically legal, that is not okay It's either. weird. It's weird. A couple months doesn't grant you some magic power that doesn't make you a pedophile. Yes. It's weird. Ugh. I have to pee. <laughs> I have, um, I guess, a related story because it also involves children, but not... Pee? Yes, Paul, you may pee, I guess. <gasps> Thank you. Um, I will escort you. Well, then, you might like this story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go 27 on. children I'm already dead. intrigued. Okay. So, this story comes out of England, and I did a lot of research. England. Oh, England. Are you from England, then? That was a terrible one, but that's how they all... Okay. She was a good girl. She just didn't have something right in her head, didn't. It was a skater boy. She said, see you later, boy. (laughs) He just wasn't good enough for her. (laughs) <laughs> I use my British accent <laughs> We're so good at this No, we should be voice actors <laughs> Mary Poppins It's Mary Poppins <laughs> Hello Bert I wonder if she did <laughs> She was just friends with Bert Because she thought like he had 
He <laughs> dropped on his head as a kid <laughs> or something. <laughs> How did Julie like, Andrews not tell him that scenes. your accent is terrible? Stop. I don't know. They did it until afterwards. And then they were like, hey, you're terrible at this. He was like, what? Really? Mm-hmm. Because he worked with a voice actor. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you serious? Were they yeah. just like, they were British, so they are too kind to say something to him? I don't know. Because British people are really weird with Americans. They think that we are overly emotional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so they're just like tiptoe Because they're us. very like, the whole thing about the stiff upper lip. Mm-hmm. It's really He true. was trying British to do, people. I don't know what he was trying to do. Like his, like a Cockney accent. But it just didn't work. But no one told him anything until after. And he was like, oh, why didn't someone just tell me? Mary Poppy. Mary Poppy. Why didn't he just be American? Like- because when he plays the banker, uh-huh. he's not like an over-exaggerated Cockney accent. He has more like subdued like mm-hmm. English accent. Well, to be fair, he wasn't supposed to be the banker. What the fuck? <laughs> um, I know. He wanted to do it. But see, but that's what I mean. He could do like a normal British accent. Yeah. Just realized Natalie's didn't match any of ours. What do you mean? Our gates oh. are all at six. Uh. Ah. Well, I asked you why mine was all red. You guys- because we Did were trying to put the gain up, but the gate wasn't all the way up. Oh. See, now you're registering. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. This is about, you know, a couple in love. Mm-hmm. A couple. They're just, they love each other, and they're trying to do what makes the other one happy. Okay. Ian Bradley and Myra uh, Hindley. And what really made Ian happy was murdering and raping children. Okay. And who was Myra not to help him fulfill his Goals in life, you know? His aspiration. This was his dream. His aspiration mm-hmm. was to murder and rape children. Okay. <laughs> um, the Moore murders, as they're called, started in the 60s in England. Okay. Things were happening in England in the 60s, man. We got the mods. Everyone's dying. Their hair with peroxide, short skirts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. motorbikes. Yeah. It was the time to be alive. It was the time to be alive. It was the that was terrible, but <laughs> it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the worst of times. It was breakfast. <laughs> uh, Can you get me some beans then? Some beans and toast. Some baked beans. Some baked beans. Can I get a full English, please? I'll get a biscuit. I want. Some- you got I get some, some tomatoes. Biscuits. <laughs> And by biscuits, I mean cookies. Because hey, Copa, you ain't <laughs> you ain't right that one. It's the Bobby. Okay, I definitely see Calvin's point. Um, Calvin has this thing where he thinks British people sound stupid, and I kind of see it now. <laughs> well, we're not British. Hopefully, we don't have any British listeners. I mean, you probably know it's uh, true. It's okay. He says to him, "It's like." Um, like the same thing about southern people, how it just dumbs them down. Have you seen? Okay, it's um, don't so, talk yeah. to that bitch in apartment twenty three B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it yeah. has 
is his name James McAvoy? No. James no. Vanderbeek. James Vanderbeek. James Vanderbeek James is Vanderbeek. in it, and he is... Plays himself. There's a scene where he sh- he's like, oh, well, I was in a Guy Ritchie movie, and he has to do, like, a fake British accent, and it's the stupidest sounding thing you've ever seen, but it's like, okay, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Those words aren't real. I think... Do British people make fun of American accents? Chip, chip. Everyone makes fun of American accents. Yeah. They but, like to make fun of California accents. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're especially. right, you're right, you're right. Anyway. To be fair, we do sound stupid. We do. But we're a different breed of stupid. We're like, gnarly. No yeah. I'm going to go catch some waves. I've never said that unironically, though. You said it unironically? No, I've never no, said it unironically. Or surf. I've never not... Said it ironically. I don't surf. I don't <laughs> surf either. Bruh. 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 Dude. Do you, do you even surf, bruh? So am I going to take, like, the 405? You're going to take the 405 you know all the way down. About <laughs> us uh, naming freeways, it's not just a California thing. I think it's a southwestern thing, because I hear other, like, people in, like, Arizona, like, but, call them well, freeways anything, and stuff. But like the thing with us... They're wrong, because we started the freeways. The uh-huh. first freeway was here. But yeah. the thing that so people... So if you're not calling... The, if you're not saying the in front... You are wrong. Yeah, we but that's the thing. Them. I think it's just a Southern California that we say the, like, 50 or the 605 or the 5. Mm-hmm. Because anywhere else. But then it sounds stupid. But, like, like if you're on like, the East Coast, oh, they're always, like, Nad- the Beltway. Yeah. One, but if I was like, oh, two. Natalie, take 5 to 10. Like, that sounds stupid. Th- though you can't take those freeways to each other, just so you know. <laughs> but yeah. if I was like, oh. And like, then you're going to exit on Sepulveda. Get on 605 and take it all the way to 405. Like, it sounds stupid. 605 what? The 605. It's like saying the freeway, but instead of, or the 605 freeway. That's how words work. Yeah, I agree. We're right. Everyone We're right. else, you're wrong. It's a title. You're so it may be a number, but it's also a title. Rhode Island is dumb. <laughs> You know, like, really although cold. you do like iced coffee, so I can appreciate that because mm-hmm. the gays love iced coffee. Yeah. So everyone in Rhode Island is gay. Yeah. Everyone is gay. Gay, 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 The rape and murder of children. Yes, the rape and murder of children. <laughs> <laughs> Romance. Love that segue. Yeah. Classic segue. Classic BB Michelada. <laughs> 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 So, um, oh, it's a uh, National Pizza Day. Oh, I, I am pizza. I not going to eat pizza. pizza today. Thank you. I um, want Tostino's pizza rolls. <laughs> you can keep it. Tostino's, Tostino's, hot pizza rolls. Tostino's, Tostino's. <laughs> Everybody's talking about Tostino's, Tostino's, hot pizza rolls. Okay, continue. Is that a real song? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because sometimes you it's from you sing songs and they're not real, and sometimes you sing songs that you think everyone should know. It's <laughs> it's from a YouTube channel. Thing okay, that I don't watch, but I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> Like the Stater, like the Stater Brothers song, you were like, "How do you not know the Stater okay, Brothers song?" But everyone knows the Stater Brothers song. And I was like, song. "I worked inside of the Stater Brothers we found, for an entire year, and I okay, one other person that had a fever That's dream fine. That doesn't mean anything." It's yes, it is, it is a thing. It's, I worked in a Stater Brothers, and I never heard the Stater Brothers song. Well, they don't even play it inside Stater Brothers. I know they don't. It's on their commercials, their TV commercials. Uh, I don't think so. I didn't tell you, but I reserved us seats for um, seeing Harley Quinn tomorrow night at 8.45. Okay. 
That works. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> child murders. Child, child murders. murders. So, the first um, victim was Pauline Reed. Not Pauline. I know. And actually, Myra knew her. So, there was that little what bit of bitch. trust. So, what they would do is they would... She had a van, and she would drive around... Uh, like, they would just drive around the neighborhood. Uh-huh. <clears> and Ian was behind her on his motorcycle. And when then he saw a child that he was like... I want to rape and murder that kid. He would flash his lights, so that would signal her to like pull up next to the kid and start a conversation and be like, "Oh, I need your help. Can you come? I'm a great, nice lady. Come uh-huh. with me." And kids would be like, "Okay, because you're supposed to trust." This is the '60s. Yeah, you just you were just told to trust women because yeah. they're they're the mom types. Like out of like, I think it's bred into all of us. Like. If you see someone, you kind of think like, oh, ladies are more likely to help you. Uh They're not going to murder you, unlike men who will. Mm -hmm. So these children are very unsuspecting, and they would just want to be helpful because they would always under the ruse of like, oh, can you help me? Can you, I need some help. Can you do me a favor? Um, So Pauline, she actually knew, and she told her, oh, Pauline, I lost a glove. Can you come help me find my glove? Mm -hmm. Gets in the car, goes with her up to the moors. Um, the moors, kind of like a swamp or like a, kind of like a valley area. Uh-huh. So it's like a national park. We take her, took her up there and Ian came in behind, bashed her in the head, raped her, slit her throat, and then dug a shallow grave and left her there. Okay. And then took pictures of them like chilling on the grave. Oh, okay. God. Cause he loved taking pictures. He would take pictures every time they buried a kid, he would like. Take a fun picture in front of the grave and then keep them in a photo Okay, album. but what was in it for Mira? She was just very in love with Ian. So she had a really troubled childhood. Okay. She, um, her parents had two daughters and they couldn't really financially afford either. So she actually went to go live with her grandparents a street over. Okay. And would come over and then her dad was like very abusive. Uh-huh. So she always, like, craved that kind of attention from him. Mm-hmm. And so that's what she grew up thinking that men were like. Um, and then she also had, I think she just always wanted to feel like she was needed or feel like she need, like, needed that recognition and needed mm-hmm. that love. And so when she met Ian, Ian was actually, like, her first boyfriend. Okay. And she was just obsessed with making him happy. That's what made her happy. Or that's what she thought happiness was. And so he started slowly with her. He was like, oh, because she was very devoutly Catholic. And he was like, oh, well, God isn't real. And religion is stupid. And you're an idiot for believing in it. Um, But here's some other cool stuff. Uh, Have you ever heard of Hitler? And she was like, Hitler? Who's that? I think she knew who Hitler was because this is the 60s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not like she'd never heard of Hitler. Uh, the singer? <laughs> he's actually he's actually an author. Let me have you read his book. So she got him, like, started slowly on, like, sadomasochism. Uh-huh. And what he actually did to see, like, just how down the rabbit hole she was, he told her, hey, I want to rob a bank. I need your help. Okay. So... You're going to be my second in charge. Like, I need you to do these things for me. So once he told her that I need you, 
she was completely committed. She went and learned how to drive and got a license just so she could be just a getaway to be driver. A getaway. And she bought two guns in her name to show him, like, I'm committed to this. I'm here to help you. Let's get this done. Oh, so she's crazy. So she's absolutely insane. But this was also like a signal to him that she was completely committed mm-hmm. and that he could count on her to help him with his horrible perversion. Mm-hmm. So um, she would like pretend to be like a doting housewife whenever they would commit these murders. Ew. So she'd be like, oh, Ian, like, I'm just here to help you out. So um, they do this a couple times. First, Pauline. Um, then John Kilbride. Uh-huh. A little, he was a 12-year-old boy who was on. He would go on the weekends to help out at, like, a farmer's market uh-huh. and to earn a little bit of cash. Uh-huh. So his parents, he did this all the time, so they weren't, like, super suspecting when he didn't come home immediately. But... Um, after like six thirty, his parents got very worried because uh-huh. he's usually very promptly home. Um, they took him and again took him up to the moors, raped and killed him, and left him in a shallow grave and took pictures on the. Got it. Then with Keith Bennett, who has never been found, they still don't know, and they will probably, sadly, never know what happened to him. They never admitted, even after they were caught. They admitted what happened to him, but, but they, they never, they, but they never found his body where the site was. Yeah, and his mother like was just devastated, and she just never got that closure because his body was never found. Um, then we had Leslie Ann Downey, and finally Edward Evans. So with Leslie and Downey, the first three were all killed at the moors and buried at the moors. Mm -hmm. When it came down to Leslie, um, Ian and Myra had moved into like the suburbs with um, Myra's aunt. And they, they got a little more ballsy with this one. They actually brought Leslie home their to their house and killed her and raped her there and because they were home ian filmed it so there's like there's video video? and audio of her like begging for them to leave her alone and for them to stop and um this was actually the evidence that got myra because at first they were just gonna Say that she was an accessory to murder, or that she didn't really know what was going on. Mm-hmm. That she was a victim but in since all of she this because film it. They're like, she's a bitch. she's like in the audio telling Leslie to like shut up, and that she's worried the neighbors are going to hear. And then she's like gagging Leslie to get her to stop screaming. And that was like the real evidence that showed like Myra wasn't just a victim in this as well. She was an accomplice that completely helped. I'm looking at the photos. And then. Try to look at the photos too, and then like here's a picture of Randy Circus. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she could be played by Alana Bonham Carter. Yeah, like if they did a movie. Mm-hmm. And then um, she looks crazy. so with Leslie, like she became like this. Myra would pretend she's like this little housewife and would like clean up the mess and be like, "Oh, I got to keep the house spick and span for my for my Ian. I Ew. love him so much." And then um, Leslie had. I can't remember if it's her nephew or her cousin. Um, his name was David. And Ian thought that he could be, like, the third person that they pull into this weird room of theirs. Uh-huh. So he was type of, he was kind of, like, grooming David 
He's trying to like the murders create his own little yeah, so Manson like, family. He was like, oh, David's really white, right-winged, and he's into like guns and stuff. Uh-huh. And he makes jokes about beating up women. Like, I think this guy, he's going to be the guy that comes and helps us. Yeah, he'd totally be into raping children. Yeah. And so when they take their final victim, Edward Evans, he tells Myra, Ian tells Myra, Go get David. Like, this is going to be so much fun. Bring David over. This is going to be great. Mm-hmm. So she goes and gets David. And David thinks, like, oh, cool. We're going to have a good time. He comes over, and Ian and Myra fucking kill and rape this kid in front of him. And he just pretends, like, yeah, this is great. I'm having such a good time, guys. And um, after everything's said and done, he's like, and then, like, Myra gets back into her, like, little housewife Mm -hmm. get up and like cleans up and like she's laughing she thinks it's hilarious and david leaves and he immediately goes to his girlfriend he's like we need to we need to get to the cops right now Uh this is fucking crazy and he goes and he calls the police and he's so terrified that he won't leave like the call box that he's in he's like not until the cops come am i going home because i don't know if myra and evan and and ian are after me Uh uh-huh so he gives them up. He tells them everything that happened, all the details, how Myra was being crazy. And so Ian gets arrested, and they actually don't arrest Myra for a couple days. Because at first, they think it's just like a, a one-time thing. Oh, that. So they think that Edward is kind of like a one-off murder, uh-huh. and they don't know what's going on. And at the moment, they just think it's Ian, because a lot of people don't consider women when it comes to like murder yeah. especially the murder of like such a sadistic way because they're like oh they couldn't possibly do that yeah but david was very insistent that myra was in on it and that he didn't think this was the first time this has happened like, mm-hmm. th- there's no way so they were um they went to court and they were charged with the murder of three children because at mm-hmm. the time those were the only bodies that they found and Ian immediately, like, accepted his fate. He was like, yeah, I'm in prison. He adjusted to prison life. He was he was like, Man, I'm mm. awesome. And he would, like, toy with people. Like, he didn't want to tell people where the other two bodies were buried. Oh, because he wanted to keep that, like, secret yeah. for himself. Because he just liked to watch the other parents, like, squirm. Ira, for the first couple years, would be like, no, we are totally innocent. I didn't do it. Ian didn't do it. It was David. David did everything. I love Ian. But then after a couple of years, like, the cracks in their relationship started to form. Uh-huh. And she started to realize, like, if she, like, she's on a sinking ship, she needs to do something to get, the like, to get away. Because she didn't want to be in prison. Uh-huh. She was like, I didn't do anything. Um, I shouldn't be in prison. I'm not in trouble. I didn't do anything. This was all Ian. Um, and people did not like that. Mm-hmm. Well, we're really mad at Myra. Um, so all the documentaries that I watch, they very much focus on Myra in these murders, which fair she was a part of them. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but they paint her to be like this horrible, evil monster, mm-hmm. and I think it's because she she wanted her freedom. She was the one that would always appeal mm-hmm. anyone that would talk to her. She would talk about how. Like, I'm innocent. I didn't do anything. Please get me out of the situation. And they were completely silent until, um, like, she she said that she was completely innocent until Ian started talking about the other two murders. Uh-huh. 
And when that started happening, she was like, okay, well, maybe I know. Maybe I know. But um, if I tell you guys stuff, you got to get me out of prison. And that rubbed people the wrong way, too, because they didn't think that she had reformed. Mm -hmm. They thought she was only coming forward with this information to get out of prison. Well, obviously. Right. Like, she didn't really care. And um, so, with their help, they found the body of Leslie Downs, but they never found Keith Mm. Bennett. To this day, no one knows what happened to Keith Bennett. Um, Myra and Ian both died in prison. They Mm. never got out. She did. Um, Ian never applied for parole. She tried to apply anytime she came up for parole. She tried to apply for yeah. parole. She tried to appeal to anyone that would listen to her. Um, but obviously, people just hated this woman. They thought that she was like evil incarnate. Uh-huh. And for me, I don't know. I know she was evil. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I completely understand that she was a villain in this story. Mm-hmm. But I do find it very telling that she's painted as much more of a villain than Ian, even though he was the one that murdered and raped the children. Mm-hmm. She definitely played a part, but I, th- I think it's very strange. I think that- maybe it's just because she denied it all and tried to paint herself as this like perfect little housewife. Why didn't who- Ian try to parole at all? He didn't want to. He accepted his fate. Like As soon as they put him in prison, I, I think he-, he just like had, had a better thing going in prison than he did out in the... I think he just liked the like he liked the attention of being in prison. Oh. I think he liked being that evil murderer and people knowing about it rather than keeping it a secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't okay, think he regretted fair. it. I think when you do go for parole, you because you have to show some type of reform. Uh-huh. Ian never performed. He never showed any remorse. He never cared to reform. Like he was fine with being in prison. He's just like I'm still a sick motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Myra, she actually went back to Catholicism, became very religious while in church or while in prison. Um, her sister and her mother held on to the idea that she was innocent the whole time. They were like, no, it was all Ian. He brainwashed her. It couldn't have been her. Like, she would never do this on her own. A lot of experts agree that if she had never met Ian, she probably would not have gone involved in murder. Mm-hmm. Probably not, all. but even then, still, like, but what even, the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Like, you're really that easily swayed? That's what, Yeah, I'm like, girl. Like, if you're that easily swayed, then you had the... Yeah. You had the ability to murder in you all yeah, along. Yeah, I'm just like, if you so easily could murder children, like, you didn't even think, no, let's not do that. Yeah. Man. Like, just immediately, she was like, I'm all in. Yeah. Obviously, she had problems. Yeah, she definitely had problems. But again, all the documentaries you watch, they're all on, like, they all focus on her. Mm-hmm. What made her murder people? What was her issue? Ian is very rarely the focus. I watched three documentaries on this, and he is very rarely the focus. Maybe because he is just so open about it. Maybe. Like, I he's also not think like... there's just, like, a fascination with women that do kill. Yeah. Because it's such a strange phenomenon. Isn't there a show on Netflix or something called Women Who Kill? Probably. (laughs) Yes. I mean, it is a big thing. Yeah. (sighs) Anyway, that's my my story. She died. They're both dead. Yay. Yay. They they died in prison. They died in prison where they they belonged. Good. 
brother. And I mean, it's horrible that there's five victims, but at least there was only five victims. It could be. Like, at least it didn't go on. I think there was only a two-year span of them murdering mm-hmm. children. At least it wasn't, like, decades. Of yeah. Yeah. Horrible, horrible atrocities. Atrocity. Atrocity. All right. Um. They do murder one child. Oh. oh. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to tell you the story about um how your life got twist turned upside down. Mm-hmm. When you were playing basketball, right? Yeah, outside of the school. Just shooting some b-ball? Yeah. A couple of guys, they were up to... They were just making trouble in the neighborhood. You got in one little fight. My mom got scared. I said, you're moving with your aunt and your uncle in Bel Air. <laughs> this for a kid. Yeah. When it came. <laughs> the last plate said fresh. And it was death in the, the man. If anything, I, I thought, I, man, this guy's weird. But that man, whatever. You're home in Bel Air. I pulled up to a house about seven. anyways <laughs> the lonely hearts killers that's who i'm gonna be talking about today Sergeant i mean you've probably heard lonely of hearts club many uh lonely hearts killers but um i think this is the only one that is a pair the other ones were just singular people they're just lonely sad people mm-hmm. yeah look at all the lonely people Anyways, so the Lonely Hearts Killers, a.k.a. Raymond Fernandez and Martha Beck. Martha Beck. Martha Beck. Anywho, um, they have they have a a movie about them. I hear it wasn't good. Uh, (laughs) Jared Leto plays Raymond and uh, Selma Hayek plays Martha Beck. These people look nothing like um, the actual people. No, not at all. Um, This is Raymond. We'll put pictures up for you since you guys can't see. He looks sad. That does not look like Jared Leto at all. And um, this is Martha. Not Selma Hayek. Not Selma Hayek. Oh, no. Why do they choose, like, attractive people to play? I don't. Because you don't care about ugly people, Paul. Because they wanted to romanticize this story. Especially, I'm going to tell you about their their ends. Okay. Okay. Because it's romantic. Anywho, mm, nothing says love so, like murder. Um, Raymond was this dude. He he was American. He was uh, born in Hawaii, but um, he grew up in Spain. His dad was from Spain. He was a mayor of a town in Spain, so he grew up there. He had a family. He had four kids, and then he was like, "You know what? I want to bounce. I'm gonna I'm gonna take." This is boring. Bye, yeah. guys. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to take a boat and go back to the United States, go stay with an aunt or something, because um, I, don't, I don't like this family business. While on this boat, um, he hit his head on something really hard, and they say his personality shifted completely. Like, afterwards, that he... That happens a lot with murderers. They, like, yes. suffer a head injury. And then he, they and go then on a murderous like, rampage. Murder. Well, this head injury made him, uh, well, really, really want money. Made him a sex fiend. Mm-hmm. And, um... What else? He, um, just 
had no sympathy for people, <laughs> really. I would argue he was already kind of a shitty guy since he did just abandon his family to get on. Mm. Yes. Um, so he did that. And when he got to um, New York where his aunt was, he was like, you know what? I want, I want to meet people. I'm really, I just, had, he had a taste for something. So he was just, I'm going to put an ad out in the Lonely Hearts little section in the newspaper and see if I could catch me a lady. because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like, let's go. You're single and ready to mingle. Mm -hmm. And anyways, um, he, through this, he met this one woman who I believe was a widow. And um, she had a fair bit of money. Nice. They they dated for a little bit. And I believe they did get married. And he, um, they went on their honeymoon and on her honeymoon, um, she had this, this was just a coincidence. She had like a heart problem and I believe had a heart attack and died. But um, everything was left in his name because he had had everything switched over. Uh-huh. And from that, he kind of got this idea like, huh, I just overnight got rich like that. What a what an easy way to get money. Yeah, what an easy way to get money. I'm going to continue this scam. I mean, super sad about my wife. But. Yeah, I mean, she, that's unfortunate. Oops, sad. Sad, sad, sad face. face. <laughs> oh my God, we're friends. <laughs> Some fucked up people. Uh, I love it. So Raymond continues putting out his ads in mm-hmm. the paper. Through this. Please, love me. Also, do you have money? He meets Martha. The heart condition? Martha was um, this woman. She was a nurse. She uh, was a single mother of two. Uh, her first child was born out of wedlock. Oh. And um, she tried to get her baby daddy to marry her for that mm-hmm. first baby. And he was like, uh, nah. no, I'm going to kill myself instead. <laughs> okay. He's like, you're... He's like, actually, um, I'd rather... <laughs> Die. Yeah, basically. And then she's like, well, shit. Okay. Um, I'm going to just uh, go nurse somewhere else and try and take care of this kid on my own. When she, she moves to another hospital to become a nurse, she meets this other dude and uh, he knocks her up and she's like, hey, you got to marry me now. And he's like, you know what? I will make an honest woman out of you. And he marries her. Oh, nice. Um. Uh, it only lasts six months, so he leaves her when she's still pregnant. Oh, God. But uh, she she did get married. That's where she got the last name Beck. I forgot what her still, original name. It's not, you're not a bastard if your parents were married, though, yeah, right? Yeah, no. Like, even though they divorced before you were born? Mm-hmm. Well. Like, how did that work? I don't know, because she was pregnant before they got married, so I think it's still uh-huh. a bastard child. No, because if you get married, bef- that's why people always rush to get married before. I guess, but if they, but then if they then divorce. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But your parents it. were technically married at some point. Yeah, but. Like, what are the rules but of just being during a bastard? The pregnancy. I, don't, I don't fucking know what the rules are. I'm going to say. Are they finite? I'm going to say still a bastard. I'm going to say not a bastard. Okay. I think, let's put up a poll. You either have to. What are the rules? You either, like, one or two things. You either have to get pregnant while you're married or have the baby while you're married. Like, just because you get married in between doesn't make your child not a bastard. I mean, she still what had the man's last name. What if your parents are married 
And like, not in this situation where they're only married six months, but like, what if they're married a long time? And then they start to get a divorce and like during the divorce proceedings, they find out Mm -hmm. that you're pregnant. But they're still married Mm. until the divorce is finalized. I think there has to be some rule. I don't know. I don't don't think there's a rule to being a bastard. Exactly. I I think it would still be a bastard child. Because you were conceived out of marriage and born out of marriage. I think that's just like a a random... That baby baby never saw a father. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure that dad was still present. He just was not with the wife. But they weren't married. So it was a bastard child. Mm, okay. Well, I mean, not were that they, any, were they mar- were they divorced or were they just separated? Not that any of it matters because marriage is a specifies. man-made thing. Oh yeah, marriage is making no sense. Like it doesn't matter if you're oh. actually a bastard or not. Like it doesn't. Well, anywho, okay. in the eyes of the Lord, so she if you has have these sex, two kids. She's a nurse. Um, sure. She's unlucky in love. Also, um, she's been overweight all of her life, so she's kind of grown up with that stigma of like I'm the fat chick. Nobody okay. wants me. Uh huh. Um, anyways, some of her friends, they, we don't know if it was as a joke or they were genuinely trying to help her. They put an ad out for her in Lonely Hearts pages uh-huh. for her to get a date. This is where she meets Raymond. Okay. And, um, so he comes and he meets Martha uh-huh. and, um, they have a whirlwind romance. It's a huge thing both really love sex so it's, yeah. it's it works it's perfect it's perfect and then he's like oh you know what martha like look i i need to go have kids i'm just gonna leave i think he was having okay. second thoughts about like he didn't want to murder her because he actually liked her well he wasn't gonna like murder her, but he didn't want to scam her because mm-hmm. he, he genuinely he liked felt her. bad about her so he went back to new york because she was in Florida. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So he went back to New York. But then she's like, but I love you, Raymond. And so she showed up at his door he with like, her two oh, kids. Right. Oh, God. With her two kids. And she was like, look, I love you. I don't think I'm ever going to find anybody like you. And he's like, all right, let me let me cut it to you straight. This was what I was going to do. But then I met you and I didn't want to do that to you. Like, I'm a scammer. I'm scamming. Mm-hmm. I want to make money. Love you. You're a nice lady, but you also don't have that much money. Uh-huh. You're poor. You're poor, and she's like, you know what? I love you so much. I'm gonna help you with what you're trying to do. And he's like, all right, all right, bet. Martha. Oh, bet. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Please, I don't want anything to do with your kids, though. And so she's like, all right, and sends her kids away to live with her mother. So fair. I mean, at least they're taken care of. So. The kids, you're a real drag. So they basically I'm they have sex here, like you Yeah. So they start um, this little like little thing where both their accomplices. Uh huh. They put up another another ad in the Lonely Hearts Club pages. Um, this is where he meets. Forgot what her name was, but she was just some sad lady who's never been married. She had a decent amount of money. Um. And so they meet up, and Martha is with him, and he's like, oh, this is my sister. She's traveling with me. And, of course, when, you know, you have a girl traveling with you, and if you say it's your sister, the woman is like, okay, put at ease. Oh, he's close to his sister? He's not mm-hmm. going to murder me. 
Anyways, he um he's also a sex fiend, so he's like, well, I need 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 to make my love for her seem realistic, so I'm gonna sleep with her. Mm-hmm. This did not fly with Martha. So nah. Martha was really upset. So uh, what they did was after he was married to this woman and uh, made sure everything was in his name, they drugged the shit out of her. Okay, put her on a bus. And um, Sorry, basically, laugh. It's not funny. But- basically, the woman died on the bus. Oh, and no. so he uh, was able to get her money that way. Mm-hmm. And then they were off to the next woman, who was a sixty-year-old woman, okay. older widower. And um, anyways, he did the same thing, got everything put in his name after they were married, and then he was like insisting. Well, not actually, he didn't insist. It was the widower who insisted on consummating the relationship. Uh-huh. Martha caught them in the act, and she was just disgusted with the sight. So much so that she grabbed a hammer and bashed her over. Oh. Oh, my God. Like Maxwell silver hammer. Yeah. Came down upon it. And she was just like, I can't. I mean, I love you, Raymond. Like, I can't see happen you know like love you too much you can't do this and he's like baby baby it's okay you're the only one for me it's part of the plan i didn't i didn't want it yeah i don't want it and then i'm doing this for us yeah basically so uh what they did was they got this woman after she had her head bashed in Mm -hmm. they got a trunk that they found in her home put her in it Dug a hole in the basement and then covered it with cement. Okay. And then they were on to... The next one. Next one. This was in New York. They think they went to Michigan. So they go on to Michigan after they had put out an ad. Uh Found the next lady. Another widower. This one was a young widower. I believe her husband died in the war. And so she was living by herself with her two... She was a young, pretty lady. And so Raymond was really excited about consummating his the relationship with her. Um, so he marries her. They're consummating it. Martha walks in. She is Does pissed. no one lock their doors? No. We don't we didn't believe in locking doors in those days. That's he true. chimed in with But baby, baby. She didn't mean anything to me. Kicks all out. Yeah. Doesn't um, anyone know how to there, close a goddamn door? Actually, no, 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 that's not what happened. That was, no, that was a second story. It's much better to face these kinds of things. Sorry, I didn't write down notes. I'm trying to do this from memory. So that's not what happened. They did consummate the relationship, but he told Martha not to, like, just attack people. We can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we have to keep this this act up. Yeah. Please don't go around bashing but people's heads in. Raymond, We're trying to get money. But please pour the champagne. Raymond. He um he was in the bathroom. He had just taken a shower. Okay. Raymond was unfortunately bald, but okay. a lot of people didn't know that. I think he, he was, unfortunately had a very small penis. He he wore he wore a toupee. <gasps> so his new wife, she and she was like, no. She walked in basically, and she was just like, "You are a fraud. You wear a toupee. What else have you lied to me about?" And he was like, "Lady." chill it's baby it's, baby it's but. just hair and then martha was like you know what you don't go after my man like that mm-hmm. Nuh-uh. Mm-mm. 
And she smashed her head. Then she smashed her head with a hammer. Okay, she was just looking for any excuse, though, at this point. Yeah. And she's like, I I did it out of self-defense. She was going to out us. Uh Uh-huh. And then Raymond's like, okay, all right. I mean, she wasn't. She was just shocked that he didn't have hair. Yeah. So, um, Which, fair. I mean, that's fair. That's, I mean, you already married him, and you just found out that he doesn't actually have him. What else don't you know about him? So they killed her. Um, they are trying to figure out what they were going to do with the body. But then, again, remember, she had a two-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. The two-year-old was kept crying and crying for their, her mom. And then Two-year-olds do that when they're Raymond sad. is like, hey, Martha, you're a mom. You know how to deal with kids. Figure it out. And she was like... Okay. Okay. And she suffocates the fucking kid. Okay. So now they have two bodies. They're like, all right, what are we going to do? You know what? Let's do Martha what we did in the last very unhelpful. One. Yeah. She just takes all the problems and makes them worse. They found yeah. a trunk and put them in it and buried them in the basement? They found a trunk, put them in it, but they decided that they were going to uh, get rid of the body at the, a nearby basin. This trunk. Mm-hmm. They did that. But what they didn't know is um, this widower, I don't, I don't even want to name names. Mostly <laughs> they're, not they're not important. That, they, they are, but like, I don't want them to be remembered just for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, they were very good friends, or she was very good friends with her neighbors. And they were like, hey, I haven't seen this bitch in like a day or two. No. Um, let's, I'm... They're going to do a welfare check. So they sent the police over, and they um, hadn't cleaned up the scene, so they were caught red-handed. Literally Mm red-handed. And here in Michigan, they're basically um, told there is no death penalty. So if you have anything to confess, confess it now, and there's no death penalty. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, we won't extradite you to anywhere you need to go, like that might. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're like, all right, we admit everything. Yeah. They admitted to, like, the murders in New York and to all of that. And they're like, oh, um, New York actually wants us to extradite you. So they send them to Sing Sing Prison Good. in New York, where they both, um, because they were, they were both super guilty, they died by electric chair. Okay. But let me, let me, let me tell you what their last words oh, were. Oh, God. Raymond's last words, because he died first, he insisted on going first. He says, I just want to shout it out. I love Martha. What do the public know about love? And then Martha, hearing this before she is put to death, she was just, like, overwhelmed with, like, how much he loved her. So she says, my story is a love story, but only those tortured by love can know what I mean. I am not unfeeling, stupid, or moronic. I am a woman who had a great love and always will have it. Imprisonment in the death house has only strengthened my feeling for Raymond. And then she they was much were, more articulate, mm-hmm. I think. And then they were both uh, kaput. Imagine that as a stage play. Like, the play opens with that line behind, like, a screen... You see her in the chair saying that. Oh my god, that. let's redo this. Oh my god, let's make And then the lights shine on. Like, and Sweeney it's Todd. like, Ooh. and it flashes back. Back like, to the past. To before, yeah. And hides her, and then you're in a different... Oh my god, that would be beautiful. Let's and do then it. the end of the play would just be the end of that. Mm-hmm. And then okay. she gets yeah. electrocuted. No, there's definitely, like... There's potential here. There is. They have a lot more on them mm-hmm. that's detailed. It's just, I didn't want to... Let's write this play. Let's make it into Sweeney a comedy. Yes. I think it needs yeah. to be a comedy. It has to be a comedy. We can't do this as a regular play. Slapstick comedy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because I hear the movie's terrible. Oh, we have material. We can base the, it off the movie. The movie, they made it like a noir kind yeah, of like... Yeah, they tried to make it super sexy and oh. shit. But they weren't sexy people. Mm-mm. They were just normal sex fiends. Average, if yes. you will. Yeah. And she was apparently fat. We he have to make fat. sure he has a toupee. Fat Amy. Yes, Fat Amy. Love is crazy, y'all. Love, Love is, crazy. is crazy. Love makes you do crazy shit. Love is pure. Love is kind. Love is... Love is never having to say you're sorry. Love is love. I love my cats. Love is love. I love love. L is for the way you look at me. What was last o week's topic? is for the spaghetti only one I see. Uh, diseases. Diseases. I talked about the toxic woman, Gloria, from mm-hmm. Riverside. Uh-huh. That's a true story. Terrifying. Yes. Um, they, Injecting herself with oil. And they don't even know if that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. That's just like what it was the most likely cause. Isn't that, They're like, yeah, the most likely cause is she just injected herself with a lot of oil. And then just like, a lot of oil. It doesn't even make sense. And then though, it like, was why? just like a bunch of chemical reactions that caused people to pass the fuck out. Yeah. They, see, it was probably like one person who was affected by it and then just mass hysteria after that. People were like, oh. That's what they don't know if it was just mass hysteria. They clutched or what. their and then pearls one person and was they went really down. Affected. What else did we talk about? I talked about the uh, 1967 Singapore pandemic of genital retraction syndrome, mm-hmm. where over 460 people were admitted to hospitals. True. Completely true. It was a weird thing of mass hysteria where people thought their penises were disappearing. And it's not the only case in recorded history. It's happened mostly in Asian countries. Huh. That's it's, weird. It's weird. Super weird. Well, um, I don't know. Like, get like a dick holder that makes I don't know. It's some <laughs> weird, like... <laughs> Ooh, like Ooh, um, a dick clamp, but it has like the clamp. baby Michelada <laughs> logo on it. Ooh, they have those idea. though. It's for like uh, masochistic people. Like they have the like the penis cages. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know. Clamps, clamp, clamp. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. It's kind of scary. Nipple clamps. Nipple clamps. Nipple but clamps. But they look like little <laughs> little tombstones. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh my god, I would love. For we that. could come out with like a line of sex we toys. Should. We should. We should have fun. a line of sex toys. Ooh. It's just a tombstone. <gasps> they have those kits where you can um, make a dildo out of your penis. Mm-hmm. The people Ooh, buy a dildo like, out penis. of our mics. No. <laughs> Somebody would want this. Yeah. Somebody. Somebody. Well, look, without the thing, it's that's it's more doable. Ah. That's fair. Uh, so mine was the zombie virus spread by flies. Uh-huh. Um, there are a lot of zombie viruses out there. Mm-hmm. This one, the Latin translation for it was actually liar, liar, pants on fire. Oh, okay. And I made it up. <laughs> I was very sick that week, guys. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it was a good story. Thank you. It was a great story. Remember, we are on social media. Most social media is BB Michelada on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Tumblr. Tumblr. We have a Facebook where we're just the body, the blood, the Michelada. We also have a Patreon where if you would like... You could just be a um, regular monthly uh, donator. Or a one-time thing. 
or a one-time thing and you treat it like you're tipping your barista. Send us some like you should. tips. Mm-hmm. Tips. Ooh, if you have new recipes for us to try, please send them our way. Natalie likes to try new recipes. I would love, I love new recipes. Also, if you Working have on one for Paul, any topics you would like us to maybe delve into. Yeah, let us know what be, you want to hear about. Yeah. Give us a general topic. We'll see what we can do with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, That's it. Yeah, I think. I think we covered everything. We covered, covered all our everything. This is a long um, episode. Happy yeah. Valentine's really Day, everyone. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. We love you. Bye.